following is a Breaker and Bane Network production. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo, your absolute favorite retro gaming podcast. If you're just joining us for the first time ever, thank you for uh, stopping by for episode 194. And if you're a longtime listener, well, thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate it. And as I said, this is episode 194. Wow, oh wow, are we getting close to 200 episodes. And this is Zombies Ate My Neighbor. Um, or Neighbors, I'm not sure. Is it Neighbor, Neighbors? Does it matter? It's kind of the same thing. But this was a game that I certainly wanted on here. And um, I kind of ran into some snags. Actually, this is a very requested game uh, for me. It's Zombies Ate My Neighbors, all of them. 55 levels, as we will kind of dive into a bit later. A very requested game, and I could never find it for a decent price. Um, really fun game, too. And I remember a friend of mine had this game, but I never had played it until uh, we recorded this. So a friend of mine had this game, but I never really got a chance to play it, like I said. But it was a, a game I felt needed to be on the show. And, you know, I was happy to uh, in, to include it because it, it was a lot of fun. But this one is a is a is an interesting one. And Cooper, my my buddy from high school, and you know since since my youth essentially, um, is going to be joining me once again to play this game and, and kind of give his take on what it's about. Um, I, a lot of you don't know this. Cooper, me and him, uh, really big fans of Goosebumps. We both loved the Goosebumps books back in the day. We actually, after we did our recording session, we talked for another hour or so, just catching up on life and things that we've experienced since then and uh, very very interesting stuff but yeah big goose i actually got into goosebumps because of cooper so um yeah pretty cool thing around fourth grade he uh, if i remember correctly he had a goosebumps book which was night of the living dummy 2 and he let me borrow it and i i finished it that was the first book of that caliber with that many pages that i finished reading and uh that was such a proud moment for myself personally because I, was I wasn't a great reader as a young kid. I had really bad uh, ADD and I couldn't concentrate. And that helps me a lot to be able to read books like that and that's what was really cool. And so um, we, we kind of got it. We were friends before that, but that really developed our bond because we both really loved those books. And then with Zombies Ate My Neighbors, this very Goosebumps-like, and he actually uh, played this game on the Sega Genesis back in the day. You'll hear a little bit of his take on that. And he was very excited to play this one, which I thought was really, really cool. And uh, I usually hit my guests up with kind of my idea, like, how about these games? And he actually did some research on all of them, which I thought was pretty cool. He kind of looked them up and figured out what they were about. I was like, oh, very cool. So I was very impressed by that. So you're going to get to hear uh, as Cooper dives into Zombies Ate My Neighbors. But if, before we get into that, if you want to check out a way to support this podcast, a good way to do that is by checking out our Redbubble store uh, for me and Bane, which you can find at breakerandbane.com. You just click the Redbubble tab. If you want to go directly to the site, which it doesn't matter any way you want to do it, you can go to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash bbph is that hard to remember not necessarily because me and babe were both people right forward slash people forward slash bbph all of our designs pop up and you can get a breaker and bane's power hour logo shirt coffee mug uh, a knapsack a a like backpack type thing i don't know what it's called you can get a travel mug you can get you know yoga pants if you desire to have a pair of Breaker and Bane yoga, yoga pants, well, you can have that over at Redbubble if you so choose. I'm not saying you should get it. I'm just saying you can get it. And, you know, sometimes that's all you need. 
Um, but uh, anyway, I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to get some info on Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I'm going to get Cooper over here to play the game. And we'll be back in just a moment. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo is a Breaker and Bean.com production and is brought to you by Brian Breaker. Grab the controller, blow the dust out of the cartridge, and join the game. to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo as I dive in to everything involving Zombies Ate My Neighbors. First of all, yeah, this is coming at you a little bit late, and I apologize for that. I am a busy man, and uh, sometimes, well, there's no real excuse, more, more or less, I got busy and I didn't have time to record it. And then I get a text from Big Underscore Bane, our favorite podcast host besides me, of course. And he's like, uh, dude, I don't know if, um, you know this, but I don't think this episode's finished. And I was like, I do know that because I didn't do it because I forgot about it. My bad. I'll get it to you. So it's a little bit late, but hey, better late than never, right? And we're going to discuss a little bit about Zombies Ate My Neighbors. This is, you know, one of those games I think a lot of people are big fans of, which, you know, it was a fun game. Uh, basically the player chooses between two characters, Zeke and Julia, or Julie, excuse me. And they navigate suburban neighborhoods, shopping malls, pyramids, haunted castles, and other areas, destroying a variety of horror movies monsters, including vampires, werewolves, huge demonic babies, spiders, squid men, evil dolls, aliens, UFOs, giant ants, blobs, giant worms, mummies, chainsaw-wielding maniacs, pod people, aggressive alien clones of the players, and the game's namesake, zombies. In each of the 48 stages, 48 stages, son of a gun, that's a lot which includes seven optional bonus levels. The player must rescue numerous types of neighbors, including barbecue chefs, teachers, babies, tourists, inspectors, soldiers, dogs, and cheerleaders. Once all neighbors on a level have been saved by the players, touching them, a door opens that will take the player to the next stage. All types of neighbors will be killed if an enemy touches them, preventing them from being saved for the remainder of the game or until an extra bonus victim is awarded. On some levels, daytime gradually turns to night. Upon nightfall, tourists... Transform into werewolves and cannot be saved. The game counts it as if they had been killed. At least one neighbor must be saved from each level to progress to the next. The game is lost if the players lose all of their lives or if all the neighbors are killed. Scoring points earn players' neighbors. Uh, uh, scoring points earns players' neighbors to save an extra lives. Each level has up at most ten neighbors, and each neighbor type is worth a different amount of points. There are various items that the players can pick up along the way. These include keys that open up doors, health packs that restore health, and potions with various effects such as increasing speed or temporarily transforming the player into a powerful monster. Players can also collect various types of weapons such as Uzi 
what is it? Uzi water guns, bazookas, weed whackers, explosive soda cans, ice pops, tomatoes, silverware dishes, ancient crucifixes, flamethrowers, fire extinguishers, and Martian bubble guns, each with their own effectiveness against certain types of enemies. Um, a sequel entitled Ghoul Patrol was released in 1994, but was not as well received as its predecessor. Originally, Ghoul, Ghoul Patrol was not intended to be released as a sequel to Zombie Ate My Neighbors, but was reworked as such to increase sales. In 1997, LucasArts uh, released a game for the Sony PlayStation and Sega Saturn titled Herc's Adventures, which uses the same basic gameplay format and mechanics as Zombie Ate My Neighbors, but instead parodies ancient Greek mythology. Day of the Tentacle, another game developed by LucasArts, is referenced in Zombies Ate My Neighbors through a secret level. As of 2011, a film based on the game was in development. The film was being pinned and produced by screenwriter John Darko, known for his work on James Wan's Insidious and Aaron Sims' Archetype. Archetype, maybe. I don't know what that is. Story is reported uh, to be unknown um, unwriter Mark Mervyn Louie at the time of the report. The film was in process of securing rights from LucasArts and obtaining a director as well as financing. There's a little bit of info on Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Uh, you know, I, I think this is one of those games where... Everyone remembers it to be fairly good. What's funny is I, re I remember going to a friend's house uh, way back in the day. He had a Super Nintendo, and he had three games. And I remember this so specifically. He had Super Mario World, he had M Super Mario Kart, and he had Zombies Ate My Neighbors. And we didn't even play it because he said it sucked. You know, and it's one of those things when you're at a friend's house, and he's like, he's got a game you want to play. So, oh, no, it sucks. And, okay, but I kind of want to play it still. Ah, it sucks. You don't want that. And that was kind of his, his reaction, which, looking back, no, this game doesn't suck. This game's fantastic. Not that Super Mario Kart or Super Mario World are bad. Obviously, they're iconic games that we all know and love. But I just found that funny that at the time, he said the game sucks. So, with that being said, I think it's now time to get my buddy Cooper back over. You heard him on the Flintstones. You heard him on um, uh, Daffy Duck, the Marvin Missions. He's here again at Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Let's make it happen and let's get the game rolling. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo will be back in just a moment. And now, retro commercials. Brought to you by Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. You know, Breaker, I love like gummies. Of course. Gummy candies. Everybody loves candy. But. I'm getting real fucking sick and tired of these little goody two-shoe candies that are like... It's hard to feel like a man when you're eating a gummy bear, right? Gummy bears, gummy worms, gummy fish. I mean, it's a bunch of bullshit. I want a man's gummy. You want a candy that's a little It's a little frightening, right? Yeah, and a little on the dark side. A little, little dark, a little scary, yeah. a little loomy. Well, I got the candy for you, pal. Show it to me. I'm talking about the brand new Dungeon of Doom. Drop candy. Hell yeah! It's the craziest, scariest candy. I'm talking about the shark bites. Yes! I'm talking about the Kamala Crunchies. That's what I'm talking about. The Zodiac Zookies. <laughs> what the hell are those? And the Ming Marshmallows. The Ming Marshmallows! Exactly! Holy crap! He's the face of terror and the face of candy. I love it! It's the Dungeon of Doom Doom Drop Candy. Available at www.dungeonofdoomdoomdropcandy.com forward slash you're gonna die. 
shit, that's scary. Damn right it is. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo is back. Round two. All right, so we are back here on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. Last couple weeks, Cooper, you you dove into Daffy Duck, the Marvin missions. You dove into the Flintstones. Uh, one of those was pretty good. I thought yeah. Daffy Duck was pretty decent. Uh, the Flintstones, maybe not the best, but yeah, it was challenging. And it you said was. You, you do enjoy a challenge to your game. I would uh, I would I would give it at least to level two to decide if I really like it or not. Now we're diving into a kind of a cult classic here. A lot of people have actually requested I have this game on the show, and that is. Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and you had actually said you played this one back in the day. I have played this one. I remember my friend, I don't know what year it was, probably around the same time, 95, 96. Yeah. But uh, a friend of mine got this on Sega for his birthday, and this is the game that made me want to get a Sega. Were you were you like a Nintendo kid at that point? I was a Nintendo kid, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't really branched out. I think I, uh, I had up until like, well, I basically just had an SNES at that point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, when you had, like, the, the regular Nintendo back in the day and you saw someone with a Super Nintendo or a Sega, you realized how badly you um, you wanted that new system. Oh, yeah. Because it seemed like such a big step up. So is this two-player here? I think it may be. So I can okay. I can actually dive into this, too. Okay. So, we yeah, we got, we got some two-player action going on. Rescue the Neighbors. Neighbor. Zombie Panic. Ooh, I'm getting some flashbacks here. Like, I kind of forgot about this game, but now that I'm seeing it... Okay, Actually, so I don't I think I am playing. I guess we are on one player here. So, so you're, you're basically, from what I gather, you've got 3D glasses on. You're this... Looks kind of like this kid that's, like, the cool kid in school. And you are picking up, like, you have a key there. And you're basically trying to save your neighbors from zombies. Okay. So this seems like a typical, uh... Very midwestern area. Yeah, this is a nice neighborhood that we're in here. I feel like we're in uh, an old Zelda game. Yes. We're kind of going through some bushes here. Seems like... uh, Some trampolines. This zombie just came right out of the ground there. There's a sandbox. Maybe save the good people? Do I I save? Save the baby. Okay. So I just basically snatched a baby and got points for it. Yeah. So... So that's what you did in the 90s. That's a, that's the 90s, you know. Yeah. That's, that's how it was growing up for us. Can you jump on those trampolines? Oh, yeah, you there can. We there we go. Is. Just jump right over the fence. Okay. So I can okay, jump on trampolines. There's a key, which I guess is un- to unlock some doors later on. And you got some type of laser gun, it looks like, to kill the zombies. Okay. The basic goal here is just kind of. Whoa, they're kind of coming after you. A whole bunch of them after me. You are in a graveyard. I guess that makes sense. That's where they're all kind of coming from. on a trampoline to get here. I don't know Dude. if there's another trampoline to... I see this. Is this poisonous water? Is that what turned them? And I'm just saying it's poisonous just because it's got the skull and crossbones on it. Oh, yeah. Like these little tubs of water. I don't know if you can do anything with those. Okay, so this, this is kind of one of those maze 
type games. You're not really going in a straight line. Right. You've got a little bit of dimension here, you know, you're kind of yeah. looking at it from a semi-aerial view. Yeah. Kind of ahead of its time, I would say, for the era. Yeah. Because we had a lot of side-scrollers back then. And I feel, I feel like the second one was different. Was it different than this? That's very possible. Maybe. Because we talked earlier about the Aladdin games on Sega and yeah, Nintendo were, were uh, Super Nintendo were different from yeah. one another, so this might be this might just be totally new to me. Okay, don't shoot the dog. Oh, you save the dog. I get more points for getting a dog than I do a baby. <laughs> you got the cheerleaders. <laughs> this is definitely the nineties. Yeah. You got more points for the cheerleaders than the dog. You got a yeah. fire extinguisher now. Are we sure that wasn't a negative money sign when I got the cheerleader? Did I just pay? <laughs> Did I just pay to snag that cheerleader? Is this the original Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> this is. Okay, so. Well, the weird thing is, too, is it also doesn't tell you how many people you're trying to save. Yeah, it didn't really give me any mission, did it? No, it didn't. It just is like, save the people. And you found two keys, that which got you into two different houses, but now you're kind of... Back in the mm. zombie area. Okay, okay. More trampolines. Oh, another cheerleader. Like, again, why would you... Uh, some guy just out there playing. You got <laughs> ten, 10 points for him. The a homeless guy, I only get 10 points for. So. Barbecue dude here. Like, who's out barbecuing when zombies are coming after you? For real. Oh, you got another gun there. There we go. It's kind of hard to pick things up. Was that just more ammo? Can you go through the sandbox, I wonder? I don't know what to do in the sandbox here. I feel like you should be able to go in the ground there, but I guess not. Yeah. So I'm kind of going around in a circle, it seems like. I've well, I haven't seen house. anyone, any other people. Yeah. Well, but you're still playing, so there's got to be somebody. And we really don't know what the mission is here. Do I exactly. capture all the people, or do I kill all the zombies? A little bit of both? Well, the thing is, I feel like it's going to be nearly impossible to kill all the zombies that keep sprouting up. They do. Oh, there we go. There's another okay. guy. So I can get in the pool, swim with the fat man. Oh, oh a door. Okay. I remember this now. It's kind of kind of coming back. Okay, so it seems that we captured everybody. Okay, now it tells you who you got. Okay. Which is like nine different characters that you had to pick up. So it's basically collect everything, don't die, kill some zombies while you're at it, and there this a door appears out of nowhere. Evening of the Undead, level two. Mm. Okay, you're kind of in a similar area. It looks the same. Right, kill the zombies. Guy's still in the pool. Like, oh, it's weird about this. Nothing has really changed. Like, the people are still the same people. You're in, in clearly in a similar yard. Maybe like you're in a yard down the street. I don't know. It's the '90s. All the every neighborhood looks the same. Oh, it's getting the darker too. You know, sad. Oh wow! It's becoming nighttime. So this seems to be like the same level. Yeah. So same level, different things going save on. Save the barbecue man. I guess got to save the girl on the trampoline. Girl on the trampoline. Got her. Okay, she's good. New gun. Is that a new gun? It looks like it. New type of weapon. 
Uh, you kind of you choose your weapon now. Did I collect two keys in the first one? I feel yes, like I did. I did. I think you did. What? Oh, fire extinguisher. I don't know what the other key was for. Maybe the keys were for those trailers that I opened up. I think they were, yeah. I didn't think about that. Fire extinguisher doesn't seem to do anything. Why? Oh, you freeze them. Yeah, frozen. Okay, that's kind of cool. I've got bombs. I think I'm just going to stick with the gun, because... That seems to be the best. It gets rid of them. It does. So another game this reminds me of... Is, uh, I think the Friday the 13th game? Uh, is this on the Nintendo? I think it was on regular, yeah, just the NES. I have heard of that. I've never played it. I heard it's, it's not It's kind very, of the opposite, you know. I heard it's not very good. Yeah, I remember it being horrible... You basically just went around and snagged people, I think. Except, of are course, you, are the you, good guys. Oh, the good guys are just trying to save people from Jason? Maybe. No, you're the you're Jason. Oh, I see. And you're capturing the good guys, because, I mean, I guess technically you're the bad guy, but, you know. Which is an interesting concept. Ask that. Jason, he might tell you a different story. Yeah. That's one I have not played. I've heard people tell me it's not the best. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it being horrible. And There's also a uh, Back to the Future game on Nintendo. I don't know if I ever played that one either. I, I did play it. It was not good, I remember. Because I'm expecting it to be, you know, essentially like, okay, you got to be Marty. You got to get in the DeLorean. You got to get to, uh -huh. you know, whatever year he's going after. And it wasn't really like that. So I remember just being like, oh, Back to the Future. I love that movie. Game yeah. should be amazing. And it wasn't. There was a lot of games like that where yeah. they, couldn't, they couldn't really do justice to what to expect, you know. Right. Like, uh, yeah, it's like, this isn't the movie. You know, this isn't what I was expecting. I looked like a secret passageway there, maybe. Hmm, okay. So I went through the bushes. Oh, a key. Makes got, sense. Got, got a, a key. key. I think there's something else in here I need to get. I think you can go to the left there. Can you get that red thing? That's what I was thinking. Oh, here oh, we there go. You go. Maze. So we're in a maze. Ah. I feel like of the of the three games you played, this has been easily the best one. Yeah, this is definitely a little more captivating than the other two. It, it, I mean, it's... I remember hearing about this game, like I said, and people were telling me, oh, it's really fun, and I, I get it now. Like, this is kind of a much better concept than uh -huh. those two. Okay, there you go, and there's a baby. Yeah. Of course, just in the house by I, itself. There you go, You're, you made it. To an exit. I like how the, the exit just kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. So two levels in. Still liking it. I want to know if we're going to get out of this little neighborhood-looking realm. Kind of Terror in the in aisle five. So oh. this has got to be a store, right? Oh, you're, yeah. yeah. You're clearly, clearly in a mall. Here we are. Oh, big holes in the ground. you got to be careful for those. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to do some damage on this one. Yeah, you got the, uh, the escalators over there. Let's go with the escalators. So we got a baby... Uh, Baby on the escalator. Mannequins, stores. Diner here. I like how the cheerleader's just in a random store dancing. Just, just <laughs> doing her thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the mall and just practice my routine. Yeah. 
we, we kind of ignored logic back in the day, didn't we? We did. For games, like because this wouldn't have been weird to me at all. These people are a little delusional. I mean, they know that there's zombies in the loose, right? Yeah, uh-oh. I just saw some ghosts. There's a key. We got another key. Who's this guy? Is this um, guy trying to kill you, too? Is that a baby? Okay, we got a baby with an axe here. Yeah. He's trying to kill you. I know that. Okay. So this baby is harder to defeat. Oh, my gosh. This wow. guy's not giving up. And you can barely see him. Frozen. You just drank some type of elixir. Oh, whoa. whoa! You just hulked out. I am officially the Hulk right now. I'm purple, and I look like the Beast guy from Rampage World Tour. Yes. So I drank some potion, and now I'm a beast, and I destroyed the evil baby. I remember you picking up that potion, but I didn't know. Huh? I must have even missed that. And I just picked something else up. I feel like as the beast, you can just bust through these walls. You don't, you don't need to wait. And I can just punch everything. I can just go right up to it and donkey punch it. I like how these, there are holes in the walls, so it's like clearly people should be aware that, uh, you know, zombies are here. That they may want to, like, scatter and get out of there. It's danger. More potion. He's got green arms now. But oh, not a zombie. Uh-oh, I think I drink the bad potion. I'm not doing anything right now. My oh, guy's just walking around. Oh, weird. So there's good potion and bad potion. Interesting. With this one, it seems like the harder you try to control it... Yeah, and there's skull and crossbones up top there. The more it, like, puts you off track. Like, I'm trying to control, and it's doing the opposite. Okay, I think it's worn off. That's interesting. That was kind of cool, actually. That's It's one of those things that's like... You need those challenges. Yeah, you, you need, have those. Well, now, like, now you know that. So, you, I, I don't know if they're based on colors or not, but it's interesting that one hulks you out, one turns you into a zombie. Right. It's like a bazooka, and it's like launching you backwards every time you use it. Mm. So my audio cut out there for a second. You're still playing, and still in the mall. This obviously, like, the level has definitely added new challenges. You hulked out. You turned into a zombie. Um, the shopping mall is getting more and more destroyed as the moments go. So this is definitely becoming a probably the hardest level you've it's, faced yet. It is so far. I... Uh... Not saved everything that I need to. I don't know if I'm gonna fall into these pits. We got some pits coming up. But the zombies seem a little more challenging than this one. I we... feel like one thing they could have added here is like a maybe a tally or a list of people that you need to save, so you know kind of who to look yeah, for. Like if they had the cheerleader, like, hey, you need to save her. You need to save the old guy, the guy cooking on his barbecue grill. The people who are just completely oblivious, oblivious to the fact that there's zombies I think around. this purple drip means game over. In fact, it does. All right. So, final thoughts on Zombies Ate My Neighbors, man. So, that one was pretty fun. I, I like that was, one. I thought it was a good one. I got a few flashbacks from when I was a kid. Like I, 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 like I said, I can't remember if it's exactly like the Sega one or not. I feel like it's a little bit different, maybe. I definitely remember a level when I was going through the neighborhood. Maybe that was one of the next ones or later ones. 
But uh, yeah, it seems pretty cool. It makes me wonder if the challenges kind of change throughout the game. The levels are all a little different. If more things kind of come up. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It seemed pretty cool for the first few levels. It, it was definitely an interesting concept. And I yeah. think, you know, the cool thing about games like this is when it's not really based on anything that I'm aware of anyway. It's just yeah. kind of a generic game on there. Does it say 55 levels on there? I can't really see that very well. But um, um, Over 50 levels, yeah. Not including secrets. That's what it says there. Wow. Over 50 levels. Which is incredible to think because a lot of these games probably had maybe 10 levels or so. Yeah. So definitely a game ahead of its time, and uh, I think that kind of shows how how much fun it actually was. Yeah, so, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So anyway, we're going to be back next week with... All right, once again, thank you guys for checking out Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. And once again, I'm sorry that this is a little bit late. Um, I don't like when that happens, but unfortunately, it does happen sometimes. You know, we can't always podcast and record things when we want to. And, um, well, I mean, I could have, I just, you know, I was busy, you know, I'll be honest, I get busy sometimes. And, uh, you know, I've got a new job, if, if anyone's curious, and I haven't really gone into details of that, but basically I work a lot more hours now, and my free time's a lot more limited, and I have to get up a lot earlier in the morning, so by the time I am up and around, I'm pretty dog-ass tired by the end of the day, and so I forget to do things like podcasting and, and things of that nature. But I'm going to get better at it once I get more acclimated to my scheduling. But uh, anyway, thank you guys for checking out this episode, and uh, big thanks to Cooper for joining me here. Uh, he seemed to have a good time kind of diving into some of these classic video games, and I, I, I would bet, uh, fair guess, that he'll be back once again. But thank you guys for checking it out. Make sure to check out my t-shirt store if you have a moment. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. I have like 14 or 15 shirts available, including the new Breaker and Bane Buddies shirt, Us as Pillow Buddies, which we actually have now thanks to our good friend Travis Fowler. He made us actual Pillow Buddies. How freaking cool is that? That's one of the coolest things ever. We got the Funko Pops from Charlie Shaw. Those are amazing. We got these Pillow Buddies from uh, from Travis Fowler. The, the gifts we've gotten for doing podcasting, to me, makes everything worth it like it really does so uh, check out the t-shirts um, check out Bane shirts at uh, at whatamaneuver.net just find Big Bane and or just Bane I think on there and uh, he's got a couple shirts a Call Me Mr. Wonderful shirt and a Bane's World shirt I actually own the Bane's World shirt I have not bought me the Call Me Mr. Wonderful shirt I do plan to I just haven't picked it up yet I will I always do always give, give me my Bane shirts and um Check out the Redbubble store as well. We got the new Breaker and Bane Halloween logo shirt, and it is awesome. It's our first holiday theme shirt. It's a limited edition, only going to be available for Halloween. So if you want to pick you up a Halloween shirt, if you're a fan of the holidays, I think you'll dig this. It's a new idea we're doing where we're going to release some, some holiday theme shirts for specific holidays, which I'm super, super pumped about. Um, this one is our first one. Uh, it's kind of a, you know, it's got a, it based on a purple shirt. It's got the pumpkins on there and some, you know, some you know, things. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Horror. Really cool. Really good uh, design Bane did. We plan to do, um, you know, one at Christmas as well and then, you know, and so on and so forth. But really cool design. We're, we're excited about it. And like I said, it's limited edition. If you want to get this shirt, do it before October 31st because around that time, it'll be going away. You know, I don't know exactly when we're going to take it down, but it, eventually we will take it down. And uh, so if you want to get the shirt, now is your chance. It's great stuff. We dig it, and we hope you guys dig it too. 
Uh, and that's pretty much all I got. Thank you guys for checking out Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. I'm Brian Breaker. This has been Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and we'll see you guys in seven days.